2: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning
0: on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.
3: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is 7 o'clock right on the nose here at Tom Bernard Show. Rudy's in. Brittany's in. Uh, all right, so we got to get a kind of a report on the—it's not really a holiday weekend, because—although I hear so many people now take the Monday after Easter off as a holiday— yeah, I, guess, Is that true?
0: I could see that.
2: I forgot to tell you guys this on Thursday, so I got home from work. Because I leave, my daughter's in high school, so she puts herself to school. Mm-hmm. And I came into the show. I came home at noon. I walk in the door, my daughter's sitting on the couch Thursday <laughs> afternoon. I go, what are you doing here? She goes, I don't have school today. I said, why? She goes, because of Easter. I yeah. said, Easter's on Sunday. She goes, Yeah, I got I got today off. I said, what about tomorrow? She goes, Well, I got tomorrow off too. I said, do you get Thursday, Friday off for a Sunday holiday? She goes, yeah. I said, listen, here's the deal. When you get back to that school on Monday, she goes, we go back on Tuesday. I said, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that's true. My God. Five days off for a, what, a meal on a Sunday? That was all we did? Uh, anyway, sorry to interrupt. I love your life. <laughs> well, yes. No.
3: I mean, it's a situation now where... where Nobody's, nobody knows how to read. Nobody knows how to do math. They get a plenty of time off. They can't find enough teachers because pe- teachers get treated like crap in a lot of places. It's, it's a bitch right now. There's no doubt about that, man. It's good for the kids, I guess, if they want a lot of time off, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I, I hope we can get uh, something cooking again with the education system because right now it's, it's got problems. Man, I don't even think you can argue that.
2: No, I mean that's the reason why China's going to kick our ass one day. Is it's all these kids just taking time off because nobody wants to actually teach? Yeah, yeah it's
3: no. so true. It is, and why would you want to, you know, teach? You get treated like crap in a lot of places. Who mm-hmm. needs it? No question about it. But um, so yeah, other than that, the Easter came along, had a great time, got together with the family. Although one thing, I wasn't wild about. So Sage, he's four years old, fawn six. They're in town. We were hanging out. They're, they're back now. But uh, we are hanging out for the holiday, having a great time, all the rest of it. And Sage comes over and sits on my lap for a while. And we're just talking all the rest of it. And he goes, bop, bop, I got it. I got it. Go. And by the way, I was sitting with a guy, Don Herzog. He's a former uh, basketball player. uh really really great guy just just met him he's got he's got really good friends in minnesota mark bailey is a really good friend of his and mark's had a bunch of mark loves the show by the way Nice. i had never met don before i just we were just sitting there watching the kids play and we started schmoozing and realized that that he knew some people in minnesota and we talked about this that, and the other thing so so mark bailey thank you very much uh uh, for your kind comments, but so Sage is sitting on my lap, and all of a sudden he just gets up and he goes over to his mother and talks to her, and and my daughter, his mother, looks at me. I'm like, what's this all about? And all of a sudden I hear little Sagey, four years old, go over to Catherine, and he's whispering something to her. Only this time I can hear him, and he says to her, "Nana, Nana." Bop-bop stinks. I'm like, what? Whoa. He goes, Bop-bop stinks. I I, I don't like it. And I'm like, what the hell? Turns out he didn't like my cologne.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs)
3: That's really nice. (laughs) So I don't like your cologne, so you actually stink. Thank you.
0: (laughs) You And kids are so weird. Like, they're so particular about random things like that. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, well, did I change my underwear? I mean, I think I did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, was, I can't even remember the cologne I was wearing, but he didn't like it. And he thought he, he literally not only didn't like it, he thought it really smelled bad. Yeah,
0: kids get are so particular. My sister, she got a haircut and she got bangs. And my nephews were younger at the time. They are around Sage's age. And they started crying when she came in. Like, just like the, oh. the idea of the change for them. <laughs> it was like, you guys, take it easy. You're fine. Yeah. Your mom has bangs, okay?
2: Oh, man. My daughter, when I was like, when she was about four, I, I used to have a big beard. And yeah. I walked into the bathroom one day and I shaved it off and I walked outside and she lost her
0: mind. Isn't that oh. so crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: couldn't handle it. Like She's like, I recognize those eyes, but yeah. the rest of his face, I mean, she lost It, it was bawling. Couldn't figure out who I was, yeah.
0: That's so crazy.
3: That is true. So what did you guys do for Easter? Anything? You got together with family and everything?
0: Yeah, it was super fun. My sister had people over, and um, so we just, we went there, and Gogo just kind of got passed around, which is the best, because, like, everyone wants to hold her, and she just goes from person to person. Um, And it was just, it was like a, just the weather was so good, Tom. Everybody was in such a good mood, and it was, it was like, It was one of my favorite weekends, even though the Arneson household is still kind of sick. We're still kind of like, you know, uh, getting over all of the stuff. It was just like a really fun weekend of everybody coming out of their houses Mm. in the neighborhood, and I loved it.
2: Yeah, I saw air this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah? How was that?
2: Excellent. Did you you love it? You guys should definitely watch it. It's so good. And then uh, Saturday night, I saw A.J. Finney, who we had on the show on Thursday over at Camp. He's great. Crowd was super weird. Um, Let me give you a piece of advice. The next time you go to a comedy show, if the person is on stage, and it might not be your cup of tea, don't purposely lay down on the table and pretend to take a nap. <laughs> what
0: the? So the,
2: the person that was sitting in front of us, we were third row. The person that was sitting in front of us, uh, when AJ got on stage, he was like, the nice thing about, jokingly, he said, you know, the nice thing about being the headliner is that I can go for as little or as long as you guys want. And the, the lady who pretended to take a nap said, get off the stage now. Oh, God. Crowd starts oh. booing. Uh, A.J.'s like, well, now that you said that, I'm going to drag this out for 90 minutes. Got a big pop, a big laugh. Okay, great. He launches into his first bit, and she pretends to lay down on the table and take a nap and doesn't get up off of the table for the entire show. Her husband is sitting there. So, afterwards, and and I don't know, and maybe you might know this person, uh, Tom, I don't know, but afterwards... AJ is shaking hands with everybody, and this woman who pretended to sleep and her husband walk up. And I'm watching them, and I'm like, lady, if you say a word to AJ, I'm going to walk over there and tell you to get lost. Because that was so disrespectful. And then AJ Mm -hmm. comes up to me, and he goes, you're never going to believe it, man. That was the keyboard player from the Revolution. I was like, from Prince's Revolution? He goes, yeah. I was like, well, maybe next time tell his wife to not lay down and pretend to take a nap for an entire show. He goes, that was... I was re- he's like I wanted to call her out but after the guy said hey I'm a big fan we saw you in Colorado doing like a grateful dead Opening spot. He's like, We're a big fan. That's, I'm a big fan. That's why I came tonight. So he kept his mouth shut about his wife pretending to sleep the entire time. I was so floored. I'm, I'm like, so
0: confused yeah. at the dynamics that are happening in this human interaction. I don't
2: know, but I was so angered that this woman did that. And, and, okay, listen, you want to do it for a, 10 seconds and yeah. then, haha, and then pick your head back up? No, she pretended to take a nap for the, I mean, he was on stage for 60 minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was so offended for AJ last, on, on Saturday
3: night. (laughs) Well you can't be Because I'll tell you exactly what that's all about And I was going to talk about this today anyway by coincidence uh, I've had enough of you trying to get hits on social media. That's all that was about. Mm-hmm. She thought if she made a spectacle, that it'd be a big hit on social media, and she'd be famous. And oh my God, it's going to be the great. That's all that was. Had nothing to do with AJ being bad, good, or whatever. No, no, I'm going to get a lot of hits from this, and it's going to be. Social media is destroying the world. Well, digital is destroying the world. Yeah, I mean, it just is. You, you think. Everything's about social media. You would never say the things... To somebody in person that you say on social media. You'd never think of it because you get your ass handed to you halftime. But I see all these interactions with people. And exactly, Rudy, what you were talking about just now is happening a lot more. I can't just sit and watch the comedian. I'm going to become famous because I ridicule the comedian by falling asleep on a table. Yeah. And and it's also Ugh.
2: a way of, pe- of people, you know, um, kind of passive aggressively going, look yes. at me.
0: Look at me. Everybody yep. look at me. I mean, that one felt less passive. Like that was a weird oh, that's not one. Like, yeah, no, you're right.
2: But it's it's a way for them to like say look at me yeah, without yeah. them having to stand up and wave exactly. their arms around. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, I was very, very upset and I felt bad for AJ, who put on a great show by the way. So funny. I mean sixty minutes, Good. he never stopped. Good. You guys will love him when you see him live.
3: Yep, great guy too. Mm-hmm. Very very nice person. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, all that stuff now is not about I don't like it. I do like it. It's just I'm trying to get famous, and I'm going to get some hits from this because some people are going to hate it, which is fine, and somebody's going to love it, which is fine too. We got to do something about social media. It is literally destroy. Well, we have we have three things that are destroying the world right now. Number one would be social media. Well, all digital. Because people think they can do and say whatever they want now and get away with it, which is carried over into the streets because now we can apparently shoot and kill anyone we want to because you feel like it. Uh, y- y- you got these politicians that just can't stop with the hatred, pushing and pushing. And they wonder, we got to do something about the violence. Maybe you should shut up then and stop stirring the pot. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think right? get- getting along would be a great example.
3: Yeah, let's try to get along here. Let's try to do the best we possibly can. Stop giving people hits and praise for acting like an asshole. Mm-hmm. How about that? Stop doing that. Yeah. Because it's only going to get worse if you keep praising There. Oh, that was funny. It's not funny in the least. A man's trying to make a living. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, b- between our politicians, between the, the national news, local news is still pretty good. Politicians, national news... You get on the list, everybody, and and you throw digital at them, and it gets much, much, much. And it's only going to get worse and worse if people keep going and, oh, I got to go see this. She was laying on a table. Who cares? Yeah. It's funny that we love videos where people are
2: either getting decimated or people yep. are hugging puppies. That's it. It's like, yep. yeah, we love uh, big giant trucks and we love Priuses. There's like this yeah. sort of weird, it's like... It's no so, in-between. There's no in-between. There's no polar opposite. We either have to see people like having their dad come home from the war and they haven't seen him in 18 months and they surprise him out of school and we all cry. Yeah. Or we have yeah. to watch some, you know, uh, some lady fall, pretend to fall asleep on a table just so that she can a point, it's one or the other, yeah, yeah,
3: and it's not even proven a point, it's just so she can get famous. Yeah. That's the only and I don't know this woman, maybe she does want to be famous, maybe it, but 99% of the time, people do that kind of thing because they want to become famous. Oh, look at all the hits I got, mm. I'm a big deal now. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on now, don't you think? Yeah, it's awful, man. I mean, that th- this
2: is the reason why the Jake Pauls and the Logan Pauls of the world all exist. Yeah. Is because we completely just dive headfirst into all their shenanigans.
3: No, yeah, it's true. Well, hey, look, you got uh, two Timberwolves players getting in a fist fight during a game. Do oh. you think that would have ever happened before? Ever? No. No, no, no. They would have saved it for the locker room. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now we got players punching each other we got people shooting each other in the streets this is all because of digital and them they're stirring the pot or they're doing weird crap to try to become famous or whatever i don't go anywhere near it i just don't do it if you think that i'm on any of the social media things it's not that i won't respond to you i don't ever go on social media uh, so if somebody's using one of my old uh you know spots or whatever that it's not me doing it I can't stand it. It's just there's some very nice people on there. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I, that's the part I loved. Those people would be nice to you, but but it's just being used now to make money, like politics is, like national news is. Digital now is all, or it always has been, all about making money. That's I'm going to become famous, and I'm going to make how many? Some of these people are making millions of dollars by commenting now, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, there's there's a market. I mean the thing is that there's a market until there's not a market, Jesus. it won't exist. But um I don't know what you're talking about with the tell me what happened with the Timberwolves. I didn't I didn't know any about that, like the oh, fight. There was a
3: fist fight on the bench. With two of
0: the same pl- like for they're both from the Timberwolves? Yeah. Did yeah. they, s- what happened?
3: I one of them said you should make more shots, the other one said you should play better defense and they started punching each other.
0: Oh
2: my god. Yeah, Rudy Gobert got up <clears throat> and took a swing at Kyle Anderson during a timeout. <laughs> And uh, what the? Yeah. And immediately the Timberwolves sent him home for the rest of the game. Kyle Anderson actually laughed. There's a picture of him laughing after he threw the punch at him because Kyle was just like so floored. Yeah. First off, okay, listen, you want to have your – that is like the one thing I do like about radio stations is that radio is very good about keeping up a, a curtain, and we only kind of argue behind closed doors because everything else we look really good yeah. about it. Where the NBA, you talk about egos, that stuff oh. is really starting to like you know uh, boil over, especially onto the game floor. It's one thing when you're at practice on Monday morning yeah. and you're like, yep. okay, listen, we're going to go into the locker room, no coaches, no trainers just the players. We're going to hash this out. And then you go back onto the court, and then you play your game. But not in a timeout with a bunch of there's people so, in the stands. That's, and- that's
0: crazy. <laughs> when you guys casually said that, I was like, wait a second. No. Yeah. No. Nope. What happened? Yeah. That's insane.
2: Yeah, he did. Uh, Rudy Gobert did put out a tweet on, I believe it was, whatever day it was, but I'm, I'm reading it here. Uh, emotions got the best of me today. I should not have reacted that way. I, uh, I did, regardless of what I said, I want to apologize to the fans, the organization, and particularly to kyle who is someone that i truly love and respect as a teammate however i do not respect his face and i do want to punch <laughs> it out okay the last part i added but i'm just saying yeah,
0: right. <laughs> i mean at least it was honest yeah. the last part mm-hmm.
3: yeah so this is where we are now ladies and gentlemen that everybody's just dying to be famous and they'll do anything to get famous because there's a lot of money in that so we'll keep an eye on it uh, I, I don't know we'll see uh, this Elon Musk thing—I I don't really understand this either. This is another one of those deals where, apparently, you know, you know, he likes to poke the bear. Everybody knows that Elon Musk loves to poke the bear and cause trouble. Absolutely. Which I don't care if he does that. He's—is he still the richest man in the world, or did he drop off now? Who knows? No
0: idea. It does not affect me.
3: Exactly. So I don't keep track of that stuff either. Last week, photos started to emerge showing the sign outside Twitter's San Francisco headquarters with an odd alteration. The W in Twitter looked like it was covered up with a small tarp, so that the company name instead read as Titter. Now CEO Elon Musk is adding some context, though not much of an explanation. Musk posted a new photo of the sign on Sunday with the W now uncovered but painted white instead of black like the other letters to blend into the background our landlord at SF uh, HQ says we're legally required to keep the sign as Twitter and cannot remove the W so we painted it uh, background color problem solved musk wrote why would they care about that
0: why would i care about what it's called i have don't, I, it, but you know that's a thing people are so crazy He switched a picture, like instead of uh, the little bird, he put this little meme dog on there on Twitter. I I didn't even, I would go, okay, whatever. Like Google switches all the time with their things. Why would I even remotely care? People lost their minds over it.
3: Yeah, I don't understand this either because titter, to titter means to chuckle.
0: I, I just, it doesn't matter. Call it. I don't call it twat for all I care i what I is, agree. like what I don't care I, agree. I have no emotional attachment to it it's yeah.
3: Well, here's the uh, last paragraph in the story. Insider notes that the landlord in question, SRI 9 Market Square LLC and Musk, have had a a bit of a tiff going on since at least uh, last December when the former sued the latter for not paying the rent on multiple San Francisco properties. Out of the ordinary things have been going on at Twitter. uh, Twitter. Oh, I said Titter's headquarters. Oh, (laughs) you're on. It's already affected me. Uh, Twitter headquarters over the past several months, including slash janitorial services, leading to workers reportedly bringing in their own toilet paper. Yeah, I don't think I'd work there if I had to bring in my own toilet paper. I don't think I would. No. Twitter offices said to have been converted into makeshift bedrooms. SRI isn't commenting on the latest uh, sign development. Forbes, which notes Musk had made the titter joke in the past, reports that a request for comment from Twitter on the sign alteration, was meant uh, was met with a poop emoji. So he yes, about it. They send you a picture of poop. Real grown up there. Real mature. <laughs> I don't say that. Jesus. Elon, what the hell's wrong with you? The company's latest automated response to reporters. Now, they don't think that titter is obscene, do they? I just, because to titter is to laugh.
0: I don't think it's even that deep. I just no, think. no. And then he just trolls them and... That he, they just, everyone just feeds into each other. It's so stupid.
3: I will go along with you, but that's what it appears to me is to be stupid. All right, we do have to take a break here. We got, uh, what the hell is his naming? Is it San, San, Sansa Brain? Is that it? Bob Sansa Brain? I think it's is Titter. It? Tittermouse. It's Tittermouse Bobby. That's what it is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. Be right back with Tittermouse Bobby right after this. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on all their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, you'll get it all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs to check out. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. These will not last long, so please order now
1: do you ever google yourself are you happy with what you find or is it cringy are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team how do you feel when you google your own place what do you see a non-updated social media page you don't even remember making ads for your competitors an old school website with outdated information hubbard interactive can help They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things, all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect.
2: Honey,
0: come here,
1: quick. What is it? Shh.
2: Check it out. The prices on all these highly rated tequilas are amazing. Total Wine must have made a mistake.
0: Nope. They always have the best deals in town. Remember that amazing reposado your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here.
2: (laughs) Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa,
4: that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21.
3: This
2: is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
3: Man, I'm getting good at timing this out now. I'm really proud of myself because I get up during the breaks now and I come back with about 30 seconds left. I'm very proud of my inner timing. What do you think?
0: I'm depressed because my coffee's not made and, uh, yeah, my timing was not great.
3: Well, what are you going to do? Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured contact Bradshaw and Bryant at Minnesota personal That's Minnesota personal com. Sandy brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Sandy, what's up?
5: There's so much going on, Tom. I don't even know where to start, but I think we should start with the Timberwolves because the- that might be the most dysfunctional bunch in town.
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Bob.
5: It's unbelievable. Okay, their last game of the season, regular season, they did win. They, play the, uh, they get to play against L.A. tomorrow, the Lakers, and they're going to play it without Jaden McDaniels, who got upset about having two fouls, punched the ball, broke his hand. But that's not even the big story. The big story with this team is what happened with Rudy Gobert. They're in a huddle on the side of the, you know, over by their bench. He gets into a, a shouting match with Kyle Anderson, who told him, shut the F up, bitch. And then <laughs> Gobert oh, goes through his coach, who's like in the middle of it, to punch him. And this, I think, you know what, the team, I think, did go too far. They didn't just... Take him out of the game. They sent him home, and now there's talk that they may not even bring him to LA with them. Which is that's actually stupid. You know, you got to bring your one of your best players with you if you really want to do something. This whole team needs to be torn apart. Certainly with the uh, you know the, the people they have running it, because the new owners uh, they're not going to stand for Finch. Finch is done after this year, or should be. Right, so. yes. what I mean, one guy punches the wall, the other guy goes after a teammate. It's, uh, I, you know, I was trying to figure out, they put the what in dysfunction. They're just dysfunctional. Certainly not the fun in dysfunction.
3: No, you're right. Bob, let me ask you a question, because we speculated earlier this morning. Oh, I I, should, I probably should say I did. The other two uh, did join in, but I don't want to speak for them. No. No. Uh, this is all social media, Bob. Now this go What's his name? Gobert? Gobert? Oh, Gobert. Go, yeah. Gobert. Yeah, this is all about social media. He's a tough guy. And by the way, you're also encouraged by our politicians and our news media to be angry 24 hours a day. That's another part of this that's getting really old.
5: I think you're onto something there. You know, it's I After true. the game, he talked about, oh, my emotions got the best of me. Kyle, okay. And he ends it with... You know, I want to apologize to the fans, organization, particularly to Kyle, who is someone that I truly love and, and respect as a teammate. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Rudy, sure. <laughs> oh, what a mess. Bob,
3: I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Have you ever been able to trust a guy named Rudy? Has it ever Uh,
0: happened?
5: No, actually, I think that that might be at the root of all this. You know what? Maybe it's more that (laughs) than (laughs) social media stuff. I'm starting to think you're right.
2: I agree. I agree. Guys named Rudy throwing punches and sacking the quarterback on the last play of the game his senior year. I mean, how dare us? We're the worst.
3: Worst. Uh, You're the worst. No question. (laughs) No getting around.
5: Now, did you have a guy like Brett Favre who just stood there like a statue So you can get the uh,
3: the sack at the end? Exactly. I love that. I love that. That's a great example. But, Bob, seriously, I am sick to death of reading about this guy punched that guy, and then this guy attacked the other guy, and then this guy got shot, and then two more cops got shot in Wisconsin. Do these people in in national media and national politics not know, do they not understand what they're doing by constantly bitching and stirring the pot? They're driving people to insanity. They really are.
5: Oh, I think they understand exactly what they're doing because it's, it used to be the term, they sell papers. It helps sell papers. Now, it gives them clicks. And these guys live by the click.
3: I know. It's just, we have got to do something about this, Bob. It's getting worse and worse and worse, and people are getting more and more angry because they're encouraged to be more and more angry. Right? Well,
5: it, yeah, well, of course. I mean, okay, just take, if you were to go on social media right now, the number of people who will be blasting Gobert and others that will be defending him, and then they're getting into fights online about yep. you know what he did was okay, what he did was horrific. Yeah, it doesn't end; it just keeps escalating in different directions.
3: Yeah, and I, I, I've talked about this before, and some people get offended, but it's I'm sorry, but it's uh, the numbers add up, and it's the truth. Most people are, are so goddamn dumb they can't get past this. They're just not very bright. They get led down a bad path because they're so stupid. You
5: know, you should have been a sociologist.
3: I really should. There's no question yeah. about it. Some kind of anologist. I None guess. They just, you know, we, well, Rudy and, and Brittany were talking this morning about this guy, that guy. You know, Rudy went to see AJ on stage. Some woman's acting up. And it, it's just, could you just sit down, shut up, and listen to the comedian? Is that possible? <laughs> you know, at
5: some right. of these comedy shows, though. Rudy may agree. You need, like, a goon squad to remove people like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, every time I go to a club and I'm like, oh, this is our bouncer, Shane. I'm like, Shane, you are 103 pounds. How are you going <laughs> to bounce anybody out of here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless
5: you're oh, Bruce Lee reincarnated, you're not going to help. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, Sandy, we should, we should lend them Officer Dave, don't you think, our buddy? Yeah. You've met Officer yeah, Dave, I mean, haven't you? Uh,
5: he's, he's not a small fellow, right? Is one he's 6'4",
3: four, four, uh, weighs 3'10", and there's not one ounce of fat on his body, so I wouldn't piss him off if I were you. That's all I'm saying.
5: <laughs> no, He's the kind of guy, if you ran full speed into him, you would ricochet off.
3: Oh, God, yes, absolutely. But, yeah, everybody, are we ever going to, and then I'm asking everybody on the show this and all the listeners, of course, is there any place we can go to start getting away from this, or is it going to get worse and worse and worse? It, it seems to be getting worse. Well,
5: it's not going to get better, I don't think. God. So yeah, it's going to get
3: worse because it's it's this is what society has become. Yeah. Well, we tried to warn people for years and years and years. You better stop this behavior because it's going to get worse. I'm telling you. And now here we are. We got teammates punching one another, and this that's Gobert may never be back. Now, uh, Rudy and Brittany, that's the impression you got is they may never bring this guy back. They might not ever bring him back. Correct?
2: Uh, you know, I don't know about that. They got a lot of money tied up in him, but I yeah, would imagine yeah. that, yeah, I, I could see them making a, a statement, and especially for the last, and they're not going to the playoffs, the last game of the season, they just decide, you know what, maybe. No. What's they that, are going They to got the, the playing
5: game. They, I mean, they, they got to beat the Lakers, and then they could, you know, then they move into the, uh, they play the, the second, uh, the number two seed in the West. They they have to win on uh, tomorrow night against yeah. the Lakers, and then they're in, but.
2: Yeah, and, 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 and like I said, Bob, yeah, they're not going to the playoffs. So, what... <laughs> <laughs> good, good way to say that one, Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, best of luck to him. But if they wanted to prove a point, obviously they would. But you're right, uh, money always talks. So, I imagine that if they really do want to make a run for the playoffs and they want to get it together, that they will bring him on the road, That let him play that last game. And, you know, sometimes this is kind of what you need is to have... A spark like that happened. obviously it causes friction but maybe you know the, i remember august 1st when the 35w bridge fell there was never a time where we were more united in this city and then Octo- and then by august 3rd we all went back to hating each other i was like well we had 36 hours of being united as minnesotans and then it all went went to crap again god
3: well, would you even <laughs> bob let me ask you a question yeah. Sandy. Yep. Would you even waste your time hating? I don't hate anybody because I'm not going to waste my time and energy on someone I don't like. There are people I don't like, but I sure as hell don't hate them. I don't care enough about them to hate them.
5: No, but the one thing the Wolves did is they got they brought attention to themselves because so much of even the Twin yeah. Cities, you know, they don't care about the Timberwolves. But now they're talking about this, and, and first of all, it would be a gross overreaction to not bring him back. I still think they 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 should have reacted yesterday. You want to take him out of the game? Fine. Now, Kyle Anderson, this skates. skate. You, you cannot say that to some people. You know, shut the F up, bitch. You say that to some people, you're going down. <laughs> and he hasn't got any trouble. No, it's true. Say that to Officer Dame. see what happens.
3: Yeah, there you go. You're but that, right, that,
5: He needs to be penalized, too, because of what he did and said and uh, it would be it would be the wrong thing to do if they left him home and suspended him and didn't bring him to L.A. Basically, you're flushing the you win away. If that's what they want to do, well, then they then they'll all be gone. You know, maybe it's the best thing you're to right. happen. Then, if they could get rid of this group and bring in another group that could run this team.
3: Bob, let me ask you a question: Is it proof that there is no God? That what should have happened was is the Minnesota Timberwolves should have moved to L.A. And then the Minneapolis Lakers should have started up, so we'd have the Lakers now, and they'd have the Timberwolves. What do you yes, think? Yes, they
5: should have to come. They should have had to come back. No Your no absolute...
3: question. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. You know, this team sucks. sucks. Just oh, it's terrible.
5: One. Go to LA. They stay the Lakers and wear the same colors. That's really out, outrageous. How many Lakers <laughs> in the LA area?
3: Yeah, the Lakers in LA. Okay. Yeah, you know,
5: they all changed their name, but not the uh, not the Lakers. Itself. On a on a happier note for you, even though they lost five one yesterday, they did win the series with Houston, and they got percentage points ahead in, in first place. Your Minnesota mm-hmm. Twins, and they got yep. Chicago coming in. And Chicago, there's certainly nothing special or you know under five hundred. So I mean, I yes, it'd be great if they had won yesterday, but they'd already won the first two games. So I guess they decided to coast.
3: Well, they're six and three. I'll take if they want to finish the season with a hundred and four wins. Uh, that works for me. Six and three, hey, is, right. we'll take that.
5: There's nothing wrong with that. You're two and one at home, so they're on fire, so to speak. No, Bob. Not on what?
3: There's a scary That's thing coming up for me, though. Being a lifelong Twins fan since I was nine years old, there's something scary coming up. You know what the name of that is? What? The New York Yankees. They always kick our ass. Man, I hate that. All
5: right, now let me ask, let me ask you a question. Would you take 104 (laughs) wins and a loss to the Yankees, or would you? I mean, you'd much prefer that to not making the postseason. Or would you?
3: Yeah, I like to make the postseason, but we gotta win a postseason game. What? What is it, Rudy? You know this, I think. How many years have been since we've won a postseason game? Sitting on twenty. Yeah. Twenty years. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Uh, Oh God. God.
5: Well, I mean, hey, that's on. not bad. That is not terrible because it's been, what, 45, 46 years since the Vikings have been to the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, true. How we we doing? Uh, yeah,
5: well, well, you know what? Talking about teams that didn't quite do it, the Gophers lose in overtime. Ugh. Ten seconds into overtime. Ugh. Oh, I saw that and I'm just, oh, how could that be? And I'm thinking... And I also think that Bob Moscow was hoping for the same thing. Maybe something went wrong where they can disallow the goal, but they didn't.
3: I just, how did they lose to Quinnipiac, Bob? I don't get it.
5: You know what, Tom? It appears that they just they had the lead and they didn't. They stopped being aggressive and tried yeah. to protect the lead when a team like the Gophers, who was blowing teams out in the NCAA tournament, they should have done what they were doing all along keep Mm -hmm. the heat on, and keep trying to score goals instead of trying to protect your net. Because it it came back and bit them in the ass.
3: It did. They lost the national championship because of it. They were a mortal lock from everybody to win the national championship, and they just changed the way they played and lost the game. Makes no sense.
5: And they lost, well, speaking of loss, uh, Brock Faber signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Wild. He was the defenseman Mm -hmm. and captain of the team. So we'll start seeing some of these guys... That are they're going to wind up signing with uh, with the, yep. the teams that hold their rights. So it'll be that's the one downside to the Gophers. You can't count on them having guys that will be with them. All for, some will, but the top ones will wind up signing those contracts.
3: Yeah, I mean, Bob, we do go. Them. We do go through. Look, it's, it's happened to me before. I mean, when I was over at the Q, I worked with Brittany. Finally, was able to get rid of her. And then what do I do? I come over
0: and work with her again. And we are about to get in a fist fight um, <laughs> on the sidelines as well. So there's a lot of new the themes the- that continue. Hey, Brittany, settle down. He got rid of me six times.
3: That's true. Brittany Gobert. By the way, I want to make it very clear. You said he. I never got rid of anybody over at the queue. It was not my job to hire and fire people. And why it was told to the press that I was the one that fired a couple of I not I never fired anybody.
0: Yeah, but Tom, in your defense, I did vote. I, I had a secret vote going on, and I voted against Bob many times to get him fired.
5: <laughs> there you go, six well, times. I think the best thing to come out of this conversation, though, is that Tom is using pronouns. That's true. Using the proper pronouns.
3: There you go. Finally, after all this time, There's <laughs> no question. All
5: right, who uh, were you rooting for yesterday, Tom? I got to ask you that. The master Did you want Rom to win?
3: I didn't really care. I, I just. Well, no. Brooks Kepka Um, is he went in with what a four four stroke lead. Four stroke lead. Yep. I just assumed he was going to win, so I didn't, I didn't like, oh, I want this guy to win. Kepka I don't know him, but I know people that do know him, they love the guy. So I'm like, oh, this will be great. Kepka walk away with the win. Got beat by eight strokes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah.
5: And I kept, you know what, I was hoping that Rom would fall apart so Mickelson could wind up winning. You know, he was, uh, he was tied for second, as it turned out, with Kepka But for a while, Top it looked five. like Kepka was not going to be, you know, uh, eight under like Mickelson was.
3: No, you're ab- no, you're absolutely right. It just, uh, I mean, I love the Masters. I've been watching it uh, many, many years now—not since I was a little kid, but many, many years. And it just—it's so funny what happens to the human brain. You're right there. You got a four-stroke lead. You got 18 holes to play. There's no way you could lose it, but you fall apart like a. Ma- and a- Kepka's not the only one to do it. Lots of people do that.
5: Yes, and, you know, what? I'm a little disappointed in Chepka, though, because afterward, yeah, yep. he, he talked about, you know, that, well, you know, he had a uh, – I, I mean, I know if I'm healthy, I know I can compete. You competed for three days, Yeah. you know, yep. at the highest level. So don't bring up that if you're healthy, because that's an excuse. Now, mm-hmm, Tiger man. had to, Tiger couldn't walk. He had to withdraw. That, did you see the video of him? It was it's painful sad. to watch him. Oh, it my was. God, he's like yeah. an – an old man. He's gonna be. He'll be teeing off. You know. He'll become a starter at the Masters. The way he's okay. you know, the shape he's in. It Bob, do you think
3: he's just? Do you think he's just about done? Sure, looks I think like he is it. done. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think I
5: he may. may come in and try, it, but he's not gonna. He's never catching Nicholas. You know, he's got. He would need three to catch him, right? It's right. not happening. There's just nope. no way. And he's not a kid yeah. anymore either.
3: No, he's not. In, in Tiger's defense, there are a lot more great players than there were in, in Jack Nicklaus's, uh age. Not to say that Nicklaus didn't deserve every victory he ever got because he was a phenomenal player, don't get me wrong. But there are a lot of great players now, so it's a lot harder, I'll tell you.
5: Absolutely. And, you know, I was watching when I was showing Mickelson down the stretch, thinking, and I said to one of my kids, he could be looked at as the greatest golfer who ever played the game if Tiger Woods had never been born.
3: Yeah, yeah, good point.
5: <laughs> Think about the number of second places he had the Tiger.
3: He oh, could right. have won a lot of
5: these
3: events. So, all right, Sanny. Well, have a big day, and we'll talk to you on Friday.
5: I live for those moments.
3: Thanks, See Bob. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sands for your sports, sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal, in- personal injury lawyers. Bradshaw and Bryant, Michael Bryant, bringing you Sanny. And that's, oh, no matter what Sanny does, I blame it all. On Michael Bryant. What do you think? Of
0: course. Yeah, of course.
3: I like it. And I blame myself for Kristen Burt. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that?
0: It's all your fault.
3: It's my fault that you're here. <laughs> oh, it's God.
4: You have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> Let's throw that No, right you're in your right. <laughs>
3: What's happening, sister?
4: Oh, my goodness. Busy weekend at the box office. Did you drag the grandkids to Super Mario Brothers like everybody else did?
3: I did not. They watched a movie, oh God, what was it about? It was about a cat that just came out. They watched that movie and they liked it. They thought, I can't remember the name of the movie, though. Maurice? One of the, the Amazing okay. Maurice, is that? Is that what it's called? Something like that? I
4: was thinking one of the Puss in Boots, but...
3: Nope, nope. It's a, it's a new movie about a cat, but I can't remember the name of it. They liked it. They, they had a good time, cool. no doubt.
4: So you did not contribute $146 million over the holiday weekend to the Super Mario Brothers.
3: I did not, but apparently people love Super Mario. Bro- I never did understand the humor of that. Did you?
4: You know, it's not my genre, but I no. think that we haven't seen a family movie at the box office in a while. And because this was a holiday weekend, people came out in droves, which was yeah. good. I mean, this was the biggest weekend we've seen in 2023. And it's a way, it's kind of like following a trend that we are starting to see the box office recover to pre-pandemic levels. Good. Um, But it's, you know, again, it's still in sort of a a different way because we are seeing that people are returning for big movies, not necessarily smaller movies, but I will say that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Air did really well. Um, It made about, oh, you loved it. Rudy's telling me he loved it. All right, I want to hear Rudy's opinion on this because I've been talking about it. I'm like, everyone is going to love this. And even if you don't see it at the box office, I just want to say in 45 days, it's going to be on Amazon Prime.
2: The fact that we love Matt Damon and Ben, ben Affleck on the screen together, those guys shouldn't always do movies together because they made a movie about a shoe and I was captivated by it. Matt Damon gives a speech during a meeting. That after it, I was like, I'm gonna flip a goddamn Buick. I was, I was. That's the. I was so pumped up after he delivers this speech. I, I was motivated and inspired. You, everybody after watching this movie, I'm like, I want my own shoe. I'm gonna work hard and I'm gonna get my own shoe like one day. Because I was amazed at how, it really is something to behold. It shows the power of not only like persistence, but also being a little bit of a uh, a rebel and doing your own thing. And it also shows that. Mama is always right. No matter what, always listen to your mom because mom always has the answers. And if you don't know the story about Michael Jordan and Nike with his mom, they do an amazing job of telling this story.
4: And Viola Davis plays Michael Jordan's mom. And you know you're getting an unbelievable performance (sighs) out of when Viola is showing up. Yeah. And and one other thing I want to sort of mention in this, Ben Affleck is a really good director and i think that you know he waits a few years between projects so we don't see it you know he's not cranking them out every single year but if you look at his body of work he's done some really strong work behind the camera as well
3: mm-hmm. yeah so i um, should definitely see air
4: i i've been talking to you how much have i talked about air like the last no, three weeks yeah. so <laughs> whether you see it at the box office or whether you wait 45 days it, do, it really doesn't matter because it's such a quick turnaround these days to streaming it's mm-hmm. not a movie that you have to go to the movie theater, you know, pay your $15. It's not like about the cinematography or the big sound. Um, if you're looking for something to do, it's a rainy day. Absolutely go, in, you know, to the box office or, you know, wait a few weeks. It'll be out before you know it.
3: I think it's, um, did they use my friend's line in it from uh, around? I would. I didn't play with the guys, but I was observing them tee off because they're you know, a bunch of friends of mine. Um. This is a true story. I won't say who it was or where it was because it's, you know, that's the private part. But uh, Michael Jordan is a member of a golf course in, in Minnesota. I think a couple of them, actually. He's actually a member of a couple of different golf courses in Minnesota, and he was in town playing some golf, and he played with one of the head pros in town. And they're standing on the uh, first tee, and Jordan says, do you want to play for money? And the pro says, well, it all depends. What's your handicap? And Michael Jordan says, I'm a two. And the pro says, if you're a two, I'll play you for every house and car you own. I love that. What a great line. It's like, yeah, you're a two. BS. You're a two.
1: Okay. (laughs) Jordan's quite the
4: gambler, too. So you better watch out what you're up against. You don't know.
3: (laughs) You're right about that. No. I always thought that was a great line. I'll play you for every house and car you own.
4: Oh. I love it. Um, I have a little tidbit for for Brittany, and this is something that I said in March, and it looks like it is coming true. Um, According to page six, Ariane Maddox from Vanderpump Rules is in talks to do Dancing with the Stars for season 32 this fall.
0: You've put it in the universe, and now it's happening.
4: I'm like, I see a crystal ball. I was like, this has got to be a sure thing. Once I saw her in that revenge dress, I was like, it is definitely happening.
0: Yeah, that'll be good for her. I just feel like she needs a good win. That'll be great.
4: Yeah. So I was like, just wanted to throw it out there. We all heard it first here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show back in March coming true.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. What have you been talking to, Catherine? Has she been telling you? Yes, always. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
4: I have a fun show that I watched over the weekend, and I don't know if anyone else caught it because it's on freebie. And I'm not sure a lot of people are aware of what freebie is. I like freebie. You like freebie?
3: Yeah.
4: It's run by IMDb. You guys can watch it on the internet. You can download the app. You can find it on Amazon Prime as well. I Mm -hmm. watched a show called jury duty. Has anyone heard about this?
0: Yes, I have. Yes.
4: Okay. So this is basically, they take an ordinary guy that's a contractor from San Diego and they built a jury duty sitcom around him. And so everybody else was actors, the jury, the rest of the jurors, the judge, the bailiff, all of the lawyers, the plaintiff. So it's wild because he thought he was participating in like a local sort of documentary about doing jury duty. And all of these things are happening around him. All of the actors know what's playing out that day. James Marsden plays like a hyped up version of himself, kind of like a diva actor who's trying to get out of Mm -hmm. jury duty And watching this unfold is hilarious. Okay. And it's worth watching because all the actors are really good with improv, too.
2: That's awesome. I love a story like this because there's also a movie called Windy City Heat that Jimmy Kimmel had produced along with Bobcat Goldthwait a few years ago. Where it is a movie about a guy who thinks he is in a real movie, but everybody else around him knows that it's just a a big ruse on this guy. Oh. And oh, but trust me, Bob, when you meet the guy that they are doing this to, you feel so good. You feel vindicated because this guy is such a putz and a douche that you're like, I'm so glad that they are putting one over on this guy. He is the worst <laughs> specimen of human being ever. So you don't feel bad that they are putting one on him. But I I've always said like this is such a good uh, concept. I can't believe more people haven't tried it. So I'm, it's, I'm glad to hear that there are other people out there that are doing something like this because I, I would love to see it. Yeah, Brittany. it's
4: definitely worth it. Um, there's a half of the shows have been dropped um, already on freebie, and then there, it'll finally, it'll finish up on April twenty first. So the next couple of Fridays, you'll see new episodes. But this guy, Ronald Gladden is a contractor from San Diego. They go in, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, he winds up in kind of like a, a leader of the group and he's such a good guy and all this stuff is swirling around him. And you're like, how did he not think like this jury duty was, you know, just going to hell in a handbasket. And, and I cannot stop laughing like I, I was laughing out loud my husband kept going what are you laughing at what are you laughing at I'm like come and watch this show <laughs> it is so rare for me to like laugh out loud like that where you just are like oh my gosh I cannot imagine being in this situation so I can't wait to see how that final episode is revealed to him the truth
3: and what's the name of the show again Jury Duty Jury
4: Duty Jury and it's duty. on okay. Freevee. yeah
3: I like Freevy like I said I like Freevee. I didn't realize I sound a lot like Bob now well, that's I, exactly right, Bob. I know
2: you—you you, you <laughs> called him Bob. They say
0: who what did I call Bob? You called Tom yes, you Bob. You called
3: me Bob. When did I'm I like, say just
0: what? now? Just, what what yeah, did I, I? You, I, you oh. said Bob. Listen, and you explained something. <laughs> and at first, I thought I was like, is that like a like a you know listen Bob like a like it could just be a stand-in <laughs> kind of like saying.
2: It's an oh,
0: insult. No, yeah. Did I say B-, I, I thought I meant Bobcat Goldthwait.
2: I no, might have to call me, me Bob. Bob. I might have to go back and listen to that. I don't think. I, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll I thought
0: back. you were calling Tom Bob. I I'm with you. I didn't hear you call Tom. <laughs> Bob, I
2: didn't call. So. Do- yeah, I said Bobcat. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I said
0: Bob. I, Jimmy Kimmel and Bobcat go. Yeah. I, oh, so I, you were doing like a fake conversation to no. this? Like, all no. right. I'll have to go Sorry. back and
2: listen to make sure, but I'm pretty sure, Brian. I could but, be wrong. You are right. I could be wrong. You on this? I didn't hear that either. Okay, I'll go back and find
3: it. Okay. But it did open a door for me to, to, to ask another question, because he and I used to be really, really good friends, and I haven't seen him in years now because of uh, COVID and all the rest of it. But ever since Bobcat got into producing and writing and all that stuff, he's not the same guy. He's nowhere near as fun as he used to be. What, you, get, you work with him recently? I,
2: I, I am working with him. I believe I'm going to be opening for him. I think it's sometime in like September or October. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I think that there is a little bit, I think he's got so much on his plate that he doesn't yeah, put as yep. much time into stand up or being funny as he used to, because you're right. He does a lot of directing. He does a lot of producing. He mm-hmm. just did a great documentary with Dana Gould about those two and how they hated each other when they were coming up in Boston. Ooh. And really? then, yeah. And then they went on the road together and the first night of the tour, they got into a car accident. Oh my God. And they rolled the car like seven times Ooh. on the highway. And then, that was a
4: well-known car accident, wasn't it? I remember it got a lot of headlines.
2: Absolutely, yeah. So then the documentary picks up the first night of the rescheduled tour after the first tour got canceled, and it's those two driving around the country having these very nice moments that you can only have once you've oh. experienced a near-death experience with another human being. And, and not only that, but you get to watch them do stand-up, and then they get in the car together, and they just have this very brotherly bromance together and you're very it's very captivating and especially yeah. for two guys who have been in entertainment that long it's still nice to see that they have a lot of heart mm-hmm. oh I no, like that
4: right.
3: I couldn't agree more and I like them both actually and like I said I don't dislike Bobcat no, but he's just nowhere near as much fun as he used to be yeah You know? I agree yeah
4: well, author just probably in his defense, the money is behind the camera, like producing and directing. Yeah. So if you yep. want to make your fortune these days, it's not in front of the camera anymore. It's not on yep. stage. And you have to go behind the camera in order to sort of seal your deal, get that estate going.
3: hmm I understand. All right, young lady, get back to get back to your real life.
4: <laughs> get back to work. It's uh, you know, almost six o'clock here.
3: I'll do an impression of Rudy. Get back to work, Louise. Oh, <laughs> I, listen, I, I would call Kristen Bob. <laughs>
4: yeah, Bob going to How Bob. to Bob here on out? <laughs>
3: listen, Bob, get back to work. I like that. That works for me. Bob All right, young lady. <laughs> we will talk to you tomorrow, correct?
4: Yes, yeah, see you tomorrow.
3: Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt, I adore that woman. She's not still on, is she?
0: No, she's gone, long gone. Thank
3: God, I didn't want to ever hear her say how much I adore her. I do, though. I love working with that woman. It was kind of funny, it just reminded me of something because about an hour ago, well, no, it was about an hour and a half ago, a couple hours ago, maybe I woke up and I was not in a very good mood and I forgot what was being caused by because I used to be able to pick up on it immediately back in the day. But that 10 year period I just went through was so miserable that I hadn't gone through it in a long time. I was in a horrible mood this morning because I hadn't been on the air for two days. Oh. Oh, that is funny. That's true. That's a true story. I was like, why am I in such a terrible mood and I'm crabby? And I'm like, it's because I don't get to sit down and talk on the air for a few hours. I I do miss that horribly when I'm not doing it. Isn't that sad? That's
0: so interesting because Catherine texted me. She goes, can you just pretend to do a radio show yesterday? She's like, can you just jump on the line and pretend to do one with Tom? We just cannot stay. He's unbearable.
3: I believe that's true.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs)
3: Well, it could have been. Listen, Bob, calm down. But, yeah, listen here, Bob. No, I, I I forgot, as a matter of fact, over that 10-year period, how much I actually did love doing a, a show. And as I said, it's not it's not a radio show. It's not this. Is not, it's just a conversation. Yeah. And I when I don't have these conversations where you and Rudy and, you know, Bob pops in, mm-hmm. and maybe Kristen Burt, Louise Burt, you know. But, no, I, I, I really got to tell you, honestly, because people are coming up to me um, – that just they happen to know who i I don't know how the hell because i'm not in minneapolis yet i'm going to be back uh, this weekend thank god for the entire rest of the year i'm hoping i don't have to go out again that'd be good but uh they've noticed that the the big difference well like i said i met that guy um because over the kids playground because his grandson was playing and my grandkids were playing having this great time and Met the guy, he, he gets a hold of his buddy Mark Bailey, who just raves about the Tom Bernard show, to him. It's it just, this whole thing has been so pleasant, except for the two of you. Hold that's up. the only part.
0: There's that. We, we have to even the, the scales
3: <laughs> a little bit. But I, it's, I forgot, it's been so long since I've gotten crabby <laughs> by not being on the air, that I forgot that's why I get crabby on Sundays, because I haven't been on the air for a couple of days. That's weird, isn't it? It's super weird. What am I going to do when I retire, when I just completely, I'm going to be a serial killer. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, I want to have this conversation with
2: guys who lay bricks. You know on Sunday when you get all mad that you haven't laid bricks in two (laughs) days? Yeah, (laughs) sure, bud. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly how you feel. (laughs) Well, we've all
3: been there, too, though, so it all works out in the end, right? Yep. oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a little weather. Uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 68. A beautiful day coming up. Uh, becoming mostly sunny anyway. And mild with a high of 68. Then tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 77 tomorrow. My God. I know. On a Wednesday, warmer, breezy, and sunny with a high of 82 on Wednesday. Now, please don't do this because I'm coming back just a couple of days after. This. Please don't plummet back into the 20s. I'm begging you.
0: Right? I mean, there's... So, You're not a good luck charm, we're going to say that.
3: (laughs) Oh, for Christ, seriously, are you kidding me? I don't know. Okay, let me run through this again. 68 today, 77 tomorrow, 78 on Thursday, uh, 82 on Wednesday. On Friday, it's going to be a little cooler, you know, 65, no big deal. Uh, then Tom gets back, and the high is going to be 47. For Christ's sake! I
0: actually, Why me? I actually knew that because we we're going to, we're heading to oh, Florida for the weekend, and I was like, "Oh, okay, uh, okay, we're not leaving with like the best weather.
3: That's good." I just thought I'd get back, and it'd be about like 75. It'd be wonderful. No, 47. Tom, take that home with you. Yeah. And then at the end, it threw in, "Bitch," yeah. like that thing earlier.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it's clear and 46 right now, which will be the high when I get back. I don't know if it'll be clear, cool with occasional show. Oh, it's going to be raining in 47, even on Sunday. I hate everyone. I know. Did I ever point that out? Yeah, you did. I did, okay. So, yeah, it's clear right now in 46 degrees. It's going to be uh, sunny and a high of 68 today. A beautiful day coming up, and then Tom will come back to town and ruin it for everyone. Right? I know.
0: Your bad luck.
3: All right. Well, I suppose we better take a break here, and I can wallow in my own misery Perfect. in silence. Right? Perfect. All right, we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show.
5: The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Brand, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you'll only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
1: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
4: Seeking
3: justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel,
1: Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen?
5: Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. As a roofer, I'm always on the go, so I need to be able to get things done from anywhere. That's why I partner with Beacon. With the new Beacon Pro Plus app, I've got the brands I depend on, like GAF, right at my fingertips. It's like having my Beacon rep in my pocket 24-7. I rely on Beacon because I never stop building, and neither do they. Now through June, purchase through Beacon Pro Plus and earn up to $1,500. Beacon, always building.